Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Travis back with another episode of the Rep by Rep Strength Podcast. And uh, anyway, just headed home, just got done training some folks, and uh, just wanted to basically give a little little background about you know how I got into training and uh, kind of walk you through um, I don't know my my resume, so to speak, as far as um, things I've learned along the way and people have helped me and and things like that. So, you know, right now my, my full-time job is, um, the head strength coach here at the Sears school at Fairchild Air Force Base, working with, um, people who are going through, uh, pipeline, uh, training. And, uh, also I work with some, some other, uh, uh, tactical athletes that are in, are in different career fields, but um, anyway, that's, that's my full-time gig right now. And, um, you know, just to answer some questions about, you know, how did I get into this stuff and, um, what makes, cause I've been, I've been seeing a lot of things on social media that quote unquote, you know, fitness professionals or quote fitness influencers are putting out there. And, um, you know, the majority of their stuff is, is just garbage. And, um, you know, I look at their, their formal training, you know, do they have any education? Do they actually train people, you know, or are they just putting something out there because they're getting paid to do it? Um, and they're, they're making money off of it. So, um, that's why I feel compelled to, um, start putting out more, content on a regular basis that's that's uh actually truthful accurate and uh hopefully going to debunk some of these myths that um some of these fitness influencers have, have kind of created um and and to give you some quality information so um basically just to get ahead of the game and because i know some people are going to say okay well what the hell makes you um you know i i hesitate to even say the word expert because there's so many people that I look up to and, uh, look around and and see some other coaches in this field that are, that are so much better than I am. They're so much further along. And, uh, when I look at those, those guys and gals, it's, it's intimidating to say the least to, uh, to call myself an expert. But, um, as someone who's, who's always, always learning and, uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, I will never say I have all the answers, and oftentimes I refer to other folks who have more of a more of a specialty uh, in a given field to to answer certain questions regarding training and nutrition and recovery that that I frankly don't know much about. So, just as an example of that, was my own sister um, was texting me today and asking me about detox diets, and uh, you know that's flat out garbage. You know detox diets is just a a marketing scheme but that just goes to show that you know there's there's a lot of uh companies out there who are you know spending money and trying to manipulate people and they're not not doing it the right way you know they're they're not if they they frankly wouldn't have a business or a, a product for that matter if uh they told the truth about, you know, we know detox diets are shit or whatever, but, 
Um, you know, anyway, I told my sister, I said, hey, those, those are garbage. And here's some folks that you can look to uh, to provide you with more insight into why um, if you want more uh, of the specifics. So I referred her to uh, Dr. Mike Isratel, Dr. Lane Norton, Dr. John Berardi, Dr. Andy Galpin. I said, hey, these guys are going to be the ones that the ones that I look to. And that's certainly not an all-inclusive list, but um, check them out. See what they have to say on, on the subject. So anyway, um, let's get to it. And I'm just going to talk for, for a few minutes about, um, you know, kind of how I got started and, and, and things of that nature. So um, I guess what piqued my interest in uh, human performance really started when I was in high school. So, um, you know, I played, played sports up through about junior high. And then after that, um, you know, I just got into, to rec basketball and there's a YMCA right down the road. So I'd, I'd hit up the Y every day after school and, you know, just play basketball for hours, play pickup games, and then just come home, uh, take a shower, crash, and then go to school, do the whole thing every day. Cause Growing up in eastern Indiana, there's there's not a whole lot to do, um, so that's that's kind of how I spent a lot of my time. So anyway, uh, it all changed one year when uh, when I got my driver's license because now I could uh, I could drive myself rather than having my mom drive me from when she got off work and then drop me off and come back and that whole thing. So when I got my driver's license, I would just leave directly from school, drive to the Y, start playing basketball, and then leave. You know, so I'm probably getting there at like 3.30, and then I would leave at, you know, whenever they closed, which I I think was 9. So just playing basketball the whole time and shooting the shit with some friends and that kind of thing. So um, anyway, that was what the majority of my days looked like. And uh, anyway once I got my driver's license, then for that next semester, you know, I, I lost right around 50 pounds. So I went from about 200, 201 pounds, somewhere right in that neighborhood down to like 155, 150 range. Um, but, uh, what was funny about it was my mom even asked me, she's like, Hey, are you following some kind of weird diet? Are you taking some kind of diet pills? What are you, are you doing something that you shouldn't be? It's like, no, absolutely not. It was simply, um, I was burning a ton of calories. I didn't, most nights, like I got home, I didn't, I wasn't even interested in dinner. I just wanted to go straight to bed because I was just exhausted. So, and, uh, anyway, that's, that's kind of what started the whole thing. So college rolled around had to pick a major, had to go to school, that whole thing. And I decided I was going to go to University of Southern Indiana down in Evansville and didn't know what I wanted to do. So initially I picked uh, computer science, you know, computer programming. And that lasted exactly one week. And I realized I was in way over my head and went to my advisor and was like, Hey, I got to change this. I, I'm so far behind. There's no way I, I can't imagine myself doing this uh, for the foreseeable future. Uh, I need to do something different. So talked to my advisor and ended up changing my major to uh, dietetics. 
So I did uh, stuck with dietetics for about two years down at USI, and uh, that started to get kind of old. And I was like, well, I'm you know I'm from Newcastle, Indiana, so that's a small town about an hour east of Indianapolis, and. I was like, man, I'm not even interested in nutrition anymore. Uh, what, what else? What's something else that interests me? And it's like, well, the whole exercise thing of losing all that weight in high school is kind of interesting, I guess. Let's just go with uh, exercise science. So I transferred up to Ball State and changed my major to exercise science. And uh, one of my first classes, I remember, it was like intro to exercise science. And Dr. Scalin had a lot of speakers come in throughout the semester. And, you know, all of them would would talk to us about, you know, what they do, uh, who they work with, who they help, things like that. And uh, I remember Coach Jason Roberson came in and gave a little, you know, 30-minute presentation or whatever about, He's a, he's a head strength coach for Olympic sports at Ball State, and he works with the, these athletes and um, just kind of gave an overview of his day, his week, that kind of thing, and it was super interesting to me. So he gave a very open invite. He's like, hey, if any of you want to come down and see it in action, you know, our weight room's right around the corner. Just come on down and, uh, you know, shadow for a day. Well, I definitely shadowed for more than a day, more than a week. You know, I just kept showing up, showing up, showing up to the weight room whenever I didn't have class. And I would, I would ask coach robe question after question after question. And man, what, what made it so cool was how he would, would teach and answer questions, um, to, you know, there's, there's a small group of us that were all interested in sport performance and it's literally one of those things where there were there were no dumb questions. Nobody felt like an idiot. Nobody felt intimidated to ask questions because they knew Coach Robe was going to be was going to be patient, give a very thorough answer, and uh, just made it an environment where you know questions were encouraged, conversation was encouraged, debate, discussion, things like that, and. It was just one of those atmospheres that was just very special where everybody kind of wanted to be. And there was a small, small group of us that were down there every day. And, you know, I didn't know at the time that, that Ball State had one of the best exercise science programs in the country. I had no clue. And it was just right in my backyard. Also, you know, around that time was, you know, Dr. Andy Galpin was finishing his Ph.D. work at Ball State as well. And he was just right upstairs in the lab doing his work. And then he would come down to the weight room and, you know, Andy would train and, you know, we would we would talk to him and have more debate, more discussion, ask him questions. And he was cool, man. He's He would continue to educate and teach us and um, provide us with the most up-to-date stuff that he's doing, what he's noticing in the lab. And what was awesome about that was like seeing what's going on in a laboratory and maybe not like we wouldn't go up and see it, but he would tell us what's going on currently. And then 
come down and talk to Coach Robe, and then have discussions about, all right, well, how that's great, but how's that going to work with our athletes? What are we going to do? And how can we begin applying this? So it literally was applied sports science and getting to see that in action. And, you know, I I was basically an an intern in that weight room for like two years, you know. And um, the other other awesome part about Coach Robe was he would would give people who had been there uh, like a responsibility of... You know, maybe it wasn't a whole team. Maybe it was just a couple of athletes. But, you know, if if you were successful, if you did a good job, if you could um, basically communicate with the athletes, you know, he would he'd give you a little leeway. And then over time, after you prove yourself, have discussions where you can back up what you're doing, uh, what you want to do with the athletes. Okay, cool. Why is this a bad idea? Why is this a good idea? How are you going to defend yourself here? Why... Why would you do this, not this, and so on? Um, then you get a little bit more uh, responsibility. So, you know, over time, you know, each one of us that, that started out, that stayed the course, you know, we got more teams. So, um, like I worked with men's swimming, and then it was men's and women's swimming, and uh, so on. So, anyway, um, when when all of us, that small group of us were, were seniors, uh, kind of the capstone we had to do at Ball State was um, we had to do, I think it was a 540-hour internship. And so that's basically just a semester of, you know, eight to five type hours, Monday through Friday, and you'll knock it out. So um, some people had a thesis, some people had uh, like a non-thesis option at the end. But uh, anyway, Coach Robe got every single one of us placed with where he thought uh, we would do the best, where where we would have, um, you know, he knew his big network, so he would uh, he basically reached out to, to different coaches at different places and said, "Hey, I've got this guy. Here's his resume. Here's who he's been working with. I think you'll you'll jive well with him. Um, are you are you taking on interns? Here's here's a guy I'd recommend if you are. Um, so you know, some guys went down to South Carolina." Others went down to Florida. Um, there's another guy went to Michigan. I mean, like, we all kind of spread out for our, for our internships, but um, I was very fortunate. I got to uh, just go right down the road to Indianapolis and intern with uh, Coach Sean Wendell with the Indiana Pacers, who's the, still to this day the, the head strength coach for them. So um, went down there, interviewed, and then, you know, had, like, Christmas break, part of Christmas break off. And then uh, started with Coach Wendell. And, you know, all semester long, it was kind of the same type of deal of me asking him a bunch of questions. He gave me a ton to read and, you know, discussion. Um, him answering a ton of stuff for me and, and being very patient. And, you know, he would he'd give me a guy, two, three guys to work with. And then, you know, he would, of course, oversee it and that kind of thing. But, um Anyway, I mean, you had, to, you had to prove yourself first. You know, you had to, had to back up what you're saying, defend yourself, and then if you did a good job of that, then, you know, you might get an athlete. You might get two athletes to work with. Um, so that was a great experience. And um, anyway, that was I kind of wrapped up, uh, you know, high school to undergraduate. And then from there, 
um, went to Indiana University and got started in grad school with um, a focus in applied sports science. And um, anyway, as I was wrapping up, you know, grad work, um, you know, I, I think it's important to know here that not every place that I, I interned or tried to intern was a good experience. So some places absolutely had a terrible culture and did not welcome uh, an attitude or a culture of learning. They rather wanted it to be like a, a janitor insur- internship type deal where it'd say, uh, hey, you just come in here, you clean this stuff, um, don't talk to us, don't ask us questions, just clean, and then if you're lucky, we might talk to you at the end of the day, that type of thing. And, uh, you know, obviously, like, that didn't work for me. So um, not because of the work, absolutely not. I don't mind the work, but it was more of how, for lack of a better word, uh, how hateful they were and how much they did not encourage learning and discussion and debate and questions like Coach Robe and Coach Wendell did. So um, that's why a couple places didn't work out, you know, and uh, that's absolutely okay. And it gave me a good idea of um, what I don't want to be like. And um, anyway, I went to, I had like 12, 12 hours left, I think, before I was finished with my master's work. And uh, I went to my advisor, Dr. Henson, and I proposed the idea of Hey, I've got got 12 hours in, in electives left. How about if I can find a good internship spot, possibly a graduate assistantship in or out of state, can I use that towards my, uh, my 12 hours of electives? And Dr. Henson is awesome guy who's very creative and open to suggestions and ideas, uh, if they're well-structured and, um, Anyway, he said, yeah, absolutely. You know, you, you find it, then bring it to me, and uh, we'll talk. So um, when I was in undergrad, I remember uh, several schools that I just kept hearing such great things about. There was Springfield College. There was um, East Tennessee State. Uh, another one that came to mind was University of Wisconsin-La Crosse. You know, all of these programs are getting built up, and um, we're, you know, UConn's another one, like absolutely rock star solid programs. And I wanted to go be a GA at one of these places, learn from some new people, ask some questions to some new faces and, and things like that. So, um, anyway, I emailed, uh, coach Kevin Schultz, uh, who was the director of sport performance at UW lacrosse at the time. And, um, Anyway, we, we went back and forth a little bit and I said, Hey, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, doing a, a GA ship, you know, if you, if you got, got space for me and he's like, Hey man, if, if you can get yourself up here, you know, I'd be happy to have you and work with you and teach you some things and we can, we can go into it. So, um, that worked out, you know, I went up to La Crosse, Wisconsin for a semester and was in the weight room with coach Schultz quite a bit and met a lot of really good people up there and, um, you know, learned from him. And he was another one who welcomed learning, discussion, debate. We had asked questions. Uh, there's a small group of us sport performance guys who are all grad students and, uh, we would all argue with each other. And, 
uh, talk about programming, how we're working with these athletes versus these athletes, why do this, not this, and um, really challenged each other. And I think we all all became better because of it. And uh, anyway, now Coach Schultz is the director of Olympic sports at uh, University of Wisconsin at Madison. So um, his volleyball team just won a national title. And, um, you know, it's, it's just cool to take a moment to reflect and see, okay, what do these three guys who are, who are mentors to me have, have in common? And the big thing they have in common so far is they all welcome learning, discussion, debate, um, you know, defend yourself, you know, you can do whatever, but you better be able to defend it type of deal. So, um, you know, and all of them also, I would include Dr. Galpin in that as well is I know I can reach out to these guys at any time and they will help me in any way they can. And that, that goes back to, and speaks volumes to the type of guys that they are. And, um, you know, really means a lot. I know it's not just me, but there's so many others that they've, they've positively affected, uh, as well. So, um, you know, there was that. And then another, another story that, that, um, uh, really sticks with me was when I was in grad school, I, I was texting with uh, coach robe and he's like, Hey, a bunch of us just went up to university of Michigan a few weeks ago. And he goes, you should really go up there, meet that staff, ask questions, and learn from them. So I was like, yeah, man, absolutely. So I go up there the next weekend. Well, I'm actually up there like Wednesday through Friday. So I go up there the following week and, you know, up there at the time was like, there's Mike Favor, who's the director of... uh, Olympic sports. And I, to the best of my knowledge, he's still there. And then there's, uh, Jason Cole, head strength coach. And then there's Bo Sandoval, um, who was, he was at Michigan. Then he went to UFC head strength coach or director of sport performance. And now he's at Texas A&M as their director of sport performance. Um, and then there was uh, guy Hornsby who's putting out tremendous, tremendous research now. And, Anyway, there's all these guys there and I was pinging around, asking them all questions, talking with them. And, uh, anyway, um, coach favor comes down to the weight room and does his workout or whatever. And then he comes over to me and he's like, Hey man, uh, come with me up to my office for a minute. So we, we go up to his office and sit down and he's like, here, have, what do you want to drink? You know, I've got water, Diet Coke, whatever, you know, Powerade, whatever it was. And, uh, he's like, Hey man, I've blocked off the next 30 minutes on my schedule, uh, to talk to you. And I said, what in the hell do you want to talk to me about? You know, I'm, I'm just a grad student, man. And he goes, I know you made a trip up here and you want to learn. And I want to be, I want to help you any way I can and be a resource for you you've got 30 minutes, ask me as many questions as you want, and I will do my best to answer them as thoroughly as possible. And for like 30 seconds, I didn't know what to say, you know, like, you know, trying to think, oh my God, this guy is, is taking time out of his very busy schedule to ask questions or to to let me ask questions. And, you know, I said, well, what, why the hell are you doing this? And he's like, 
it's it's you younger guys that care and are eager and want to learn that guys in my position need to take time to teach and help. So what questions do you have? And honestly, for the next 30 minutes, it was him and I just sitting there talking, talking training. And I just couldn't believe it. Like I couldn't believe how generous he was with his time. And that just continues to speak volumes to, um, to what you will run into, um, more likely than not in this field is guys who want to help other people. And, you know, I'm sure if I had, um, you know, talked to coach Sandoval or Dr. Hornsby or any of those other guys and said, Hey, can I get 30 minutes of your time? I'm sure they would have structured that into their day if they, if they all knew I was coming or whatever, because they, they all care about the advancement of the field. And, um, it's, that's one thing that I've just really stuck with me throughout the years, you know? So, um, anyway, then after, uh, after I graduated, got into, started out small D2 NAIA school in Lawrence, Kansas at Haskell, Haskell Indian Nations University. And, um, you know, worked there and served a two-year contract. And it was a hell of a learning experience. Really good for me, especially going in as a, as a minority. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a white dude going into an all Native American school and, I've got to learn how to build rapport very quickly, build relationships that are, are genuine and all, then also establish that KLT that I got to help to have people know, like, and trust me so that they feel safe and secure so that we can get into some training. So that was one of the best experiences for me. And, uh, then from there, just moved into the private sector and was in the private sector from, Shoot, that would have been 2014 through 2020, you know, because after that I got into, you know, some personal training, working with some athletes here and there and privately. Um, Then myself and a friend opened a a private sport performance facility that uh, is still doing well to this day um, called Evolution Athletics in Lawrence, Kansas, and he runs it and is is doing great things with it. And, um, you know, so... July of 2020, I I sold my portion of the business to him, and he's doing a great job. And then I moved up here to uh, to Spokane, Washington. I've been working with uh, tactical athletes ever since. So that's kind of the the quick overview of why and how I got started, who's helped me along the way, and kind of their attitudes of you know just surrounding, making sure that I was surrounding myself with, with people who wanted to teach and wanted to help. And that is why I continue to, to help people the way that I do. And I I take time for people is because the guys who help me, you know, truly and genuinely care and answered questions to the best of their ability. And none of them thought or think that they're too good or, or too big for anybody or anything. So they will always take time to help other people. And, uh, you know, that had a huge impact on me as, um, as a person and as a coach. So anyway, I hope that, hope that helps, uh, kind of give a little background to some people and answer some questions there about, well, who's this guy talking about training and performance and what's he know about it and whatnot. So, um, you know, and then 
it's one of those things where I absolutely am, am still continuing to learn. I still call these guys up and others and um, talk with them on a regular basis to talk training and talk how do we all get better? How do we improve? Um, where where am I lacking right now? Where am I good that, um, you know, I can always improve that area is where I'm good, but where am I lacking where I can really develop? So anyway, I hope that helps. Um, provide a little insight there. And if you have any questions specifically, if there's anything I can help you with, uh, just drop me an email, jtbarrettfitness at gmail.com. All right. Have a good night.